Thank you for joining Talk Art with Ashley. I'm here to give you artspiration. If this is your first time here, artspiration is my way of finding inspiration to create through art. Again, thank you for joining us. I have a great talk in store for you today. There are two types of people in the world, people who stay in their lane and people who don't stay in their lane. The Urban Dictionary defines stay in your lane as an expression used by people who have a pet cause and don't want anyone questioning that cause. A fast way to shut down a conversation from anyone deemed too outside to participate, no matter what their level of qualifications. The first group, lane stayers, are the type of people who follow a natural life path. Basically, these are the people who don't push the natural evolution of their lives. I started at this company, I worked my job, and a certain time I'll get promoted. There's a sequence of life that I'll follow, and for the most part, things will work out. Those leaving their lane don't agree with their natural order of things. Nope, I don't want to wait for things to happen. I'm going to make my own things happen. I don't believe there is a path for me, so I'm going to create my own. We have both of these types of people in our organizations. Unfortunately, it appears that those who are leaving their lane are somehow better, when in reality, if you dissect the best organizations, you will usually find a higher percentage of people who stay in their lane. I'm guilty of this. I have worked with individuals who break the rules often, and instead of staying in my own lane, I become distracted when I notice this behavior. I start feeling like I need to cover myself and address the poor behavior, but it's none of my business. When it's made my business by supervisors or managers asking me questions, I become defensive, but this is not my battle. I want to give a heads up to the person in question, but that would mean I'm going out of my lane into theirs and it's not something I want to be known for in my organization or team at work. Focusing on my lane and remaining true to myself and my goals takes discipline and discernment. The natural order of organizational effectiveness relies on people staying in their lane. If we had everyone leaving their lane, it would cause chaos. Our organizations would be in constant turmoil. Staying in your lane is not a weakness. As I got more tenured in my career, I realized that those friends and peers who stayed in their lane tended to reach a higher level of success faster. Staying in your lane isn't easy. Part of it is patience. Part of it is loyalty. Part of it is confidence in your abilities in the environment you're in. We get so much media thrown at us that tells us to get out of our lanes. They call it a challenge. They say we are pushing ourselves to a higher level. They are the ones who also believe they need to get out of their lane. Those who stay in their lane don't usually feel a need to tell people about it. That's why it's not popular. Do what's best for you, looking at the whole picture. I found four scriptures in the Bible that can be applied to staying in your lane. Philippians 3:15 through 16 says, let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. 
Proverbs 2, 2 through 5 says, Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Colossians 2, sorry, Colossians 3.23 says, Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. We can also ask ourselves the following six questions, which will help build the foundation for taking our work life in a new direction. What dream are you trying to build? We find that the primary cause of lane jumping by employees is that they aren't clear about either what they are supposed to be doing or what their team is trying to accomplish. No matter what they call it, to build a successful team, it's essential that workers understand why they are doing the task that they are doing. Do you buy into your team's dream? Many workers have a hard time understanding why this is important. If your dream is to spend every working day with a bunch of drones just going through the motions to get a paycheck, then you can stop listening now. You're undoubtedly already living the dream. But if your team's dream involves the quality of service you are providing or would like to provide, you are in the right place. What needs to be done to reach that dream? Now we're getting down to the nuts and bolts. What changes do you need to make at work today to reach your team's dream tomorrow? Is the quality of your service high enough? Do you need to offer new or different services? Are your operations efficient enough to handle your assigned tasks? What skills will you need to help build your effectiveness? This is a step where you take a hard look at where you are now as a worker and create a blueprint for what your place in your team's dream looks like. What are everyone's strengths? Once you know where you're going with your team, it's time to assess your team and how they can help you. That means assessing everyone's skills, knowledge, and experience so you can match them with the services you are already offering. Ask yourself, what's missing? What are the holes you'll have to fill to go in the direction of success for your team? What are you willing to sacrifice for that dream? In an ideal world, we'd all spend our days doing something we'd love to do, but sometimes things don't work out that way. Sometimes workers have to do some things that aren't their favorite tasks. Somebody has to step up and get the job done, even if it's not their career goal. This is an area where buying into the dream can go a long way. Motivated workers will usually do what needs to be done, particularly if they know it won't be forever. When workers won't step up, it's a pretty good indication of a lack of buy-in. What lane should everybody be in? It's important to take note that we're talking about people's responsibilities, not their titles. People often get caught up in titles or labels, so we find it's better to focus on what everyone is responsible for doing. Of course, the goal is to match everyone's strengths with their responsibilities. We try to put everyone on the team into positions where they have complete freedom to work in those strengths. That way, we've eliminated the two main reasons people tend to stray out of their lanes. 
they are better at something other than what they're doing or they feel their ability to maximize their contribution to their team's success is limited. If staying in your own lane is an art form you regularly practice, please leave me some pointers or advice in the comments. That would make my day. In closing, there is enough darkness in this world. Let your art inspiration shine.